Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Outreach Cast. Um, over the last couple of weeks, when I just started the podcast, I never imagined the kind of contact or connect I'll be able to make into the lives of a lot of people. When I started it, um, the podcast just aimed at making people think about um, everyday behavior and being more aware about it. Um, currently, this thought has now come into a lot of conversations, really. We are now at least conversing about our everyday behaviors and um, things that we should be managing better, things that we could do differently. And these conversations have become a part and parcel for me um, currently. So let's keep going and having these everyday behavior conversations with each other. There is this investment disclaimer which says, Past performance does not guarantee future success. This came across to me when I was having this conversation with my father about my investments in the equity markets. And um, he basically made me realize that, um, you know, the markets or the shares that we purchase is more about anticipating the future success of the company than the past performance. It also made me realize that we all, in our day-to-day lives, tend to compare our past success and believe that it will be replicated in our future and just become too comfortable with ourselves, be it in relationships, be it in work, or in our health as well. And so I thought, let's talk about this complacent behavior in our podcast. What do we mean by being complacent? It is a feeling of quiet pleasure or security, often while we are unaware of some potential danger, defect or the like. It's a very innocent feeling, really, and uh, we don't uh, really realize it, but we do feel it. We can be complacent in three different parts of our life, which actually defines us um, every day. It could be in, in part of your relationships, friendships, um it could be part of your health both physical and mental and the third being complacent at workplace i have come from a generation which has grown up um seeing apple grow see google grow and also amazon come to life if we look back to jeff bezos life um who is the founder of amazon um he was uh, someone who was working in the financial sector Can you imagine if he became too comfortable with his job then? Um, We would never have an Amazon that could fulfill a lot of our requirements. Our our daily life would be like, you know, going back to the shops and the stores. Um, And this brings me to what Jeff Bezos says that, you know, he has uh, something called a regret minimization framework where he imagines himself when he's 80 years old and he wants to know, Um, and minimize really the number of regrets that he could potentially have in his life. We all should adopt this regret minimization framework and I'm sure we won't turn out to be complacent. I kind of confused uh, complacency with uh, just feeling content um, with the daily life that I'm living. And so I thought that, you know, why not just look for the differences between when you feel content um, with uh, when you're feeling complacent. And what came out from some of my conversations with people was that um, 
it's the difference between are we feeling happy versus settling with what we have. Um, the kind of self-talk that someone has when they are content is all about, you know, how they are very relieved, how things are the way they should be. Uh, versus uh, someone's self-talk when they're complacent, it would be, it's okay if I couldn't achieve what I wanted, maybe someday I will. Um, we can't really have everything at, at the time. So um, it's, it's more about um, enjoying the process that we generally feel when we are content versus not making the most of what we have currently. That's the difference between having a content life and a complacent one. When we are not trying, when we are having negative self-talk, that's where complacency is. We need to stop lying to ourselves. We need to take ownership for our feelings, thoughts, and then change what we want to change in our lives. It could be part of our careers where we are just fixed in that job because it pays our bills. It could be part of our relationships where we have completely lost touch with our long lost friends. We've stopped appreciating our partners, desiring something new each time and not taking care of the other. Or it could also be part of our health where we've basically forgotten all the healthy habits, diet, fitness, lifestyle that uh, we should adopt to have a longevity in our lives. It's important to keep relationships alive and healthy. It's just too easy to let families slip into average. Not only families, any form of relationships, be it your friends, be it your partner. It's very, very important that anything that is worth having is worth working on. Joy comes as a result of consistent and intentional actions. And it's something that we all need to practice in our relationships. It's the difference between conflict avoidance versus absence of any growth or spark in your relationship. We often tend to avoid asking difficult questions because we make unnecessary assumptions about our relationships, thinking that it will only create drama. We need to ensure that we see the difference between our relationships thriving versus just surviving. This can all come around um, the self-worth that we consider about ourselves. It could also be about the quality time that we spend together. The affection, the friendship, the partnership that we build together, which goes beyond just physical intimacy. We need to try new things together. We need to set shared goals uh, where we become more like partners in crime. Just simple acts of kindness will help. Um, few things that um, people have identified to do to, in order to you know, remove complacency from family life is that we need to have those times where eyes are only on you, the other person in your family. Because that will only help them see that they really matter to us. We need to go unplugged together as a family. It could be while having dinner together. It could happen when we are doing a puzzle together. Um, we need to have like an open door, no freak out policy in our um, f 
family conversations really because we need to create a safe and open communication um, that gets the conversation going between the family members. So we need to create that conducive environment. We need to have some vacation or staycation time when we when it could just be a surprise to just watch a movie inside the house or watch a show or a series marathon uh, while at home, just the family. How many of us actually take preventative care of our health by just doing a full body check each year and then working towards any areas which we feel, you know, are not um, up to the normal levels? How many of us... uh, really really take care of our diet while we are working long hours be it at home or at work in the office how many of us genuinely just stop and think about self-care not many Um, if you ask psychologists they call this tendency of ours as something called legacy thinking which can be summarized with the fact if it ain't broke don't fix it So until and unless we don't get severely ill, it could be both physical and mental, we don't end up going to the doctors. Why is that? Why don't we take preventative measures um, instead of waiting for the next health issue to happen? Um, I was reading a a 2018 article uh, by some of the medical experts and uh, infectious disease um, experts who had categorically, almost two years back, mentioned the fact that we all need to be very cognizant of the fact uh, that the next pandemic could be something that's global. Just as viruses adapt, we must adapt to the today's challenges if we want to maintain our current levels of health and longevity. Uh, we might be having longer years of life than our ancestors did but the current health concerns and problems have never been those that have been previously uh, affecting uh, our ancestors so we all need to be in that preventative mode and this is something that I would say even for the mental health field if we are feeling low and it is distressing and affecting our day-to-day lives go out and take the necessary professional help don't wait for the worst things to happen uh, before you actually reach out to a mental health professional. The severity of a mental illness um, and the more it is, the more difficult it is uh, for the person to get back to a normal functioning. So let's not be complacent about our health, both physical and mental. Peter Drucker once said that the biggest curse a company can have is 20 years of success. Coca-Cola says it was easy to become the top soft drink brand in the world, but staying there is the hardest. Complacency at workplace is a menace that we all need to tackle in some or the other way in our lives. What are the forms of complacent behavior at work? Everyone is self-satisfied. That's for one. Second is it can be physically dangerous for everyone. One of my favorite motivational speakers is Paul Mahoney from UK who lost his hand while working in a factory. That's how dangerous um, a complacent workspace can become. Employees may feel burnt out. There would be distrust. 
there would be a sense of direction, directional loss really, and plain toxic behavior within the different workplace groups. Harvard Business Review did a study with SHRM where they found that when a job lacks meaning, complacency develops. What happens when there is complacency in leadership? As you grow in the corporate ladder or in any career ladders, we all need to pick and choose our battles. Leadership in 21st century is all about mental toughness, stamina, and patience. Adversity reveals a leader, and if they are unpredictable, there is a complete lack of control. Attention to detail fades, and when leaders cut corners, quality erodes. There is a potential of reactive thinking, which misses out potential opportunities uh, for the entire um, organization. The leaders just stop leading. Warren Ben is one of my favorite leadership experts, once said, the manager does things right and has their eye on the bottom line. The leader does the right thing and has their eyes on the horizon. We all need to decide what kind of leader we want to become and what kind of workplace we need to um, create in and around our organization. There needs to be a move from false urgency to true urgency. Past performance is no guarantee of future success. Complacency ruins progress. We have to refuse to accept lackluster results. How do we deal with complacency in an independent life? We need to consistently work at achieving our goals. Actively putting progress to a goal will stop us from the complacent mindset. Always think about you know, the amount of progress that you've made um, in your day-to-day -day life. Find purpose and meaning in your goals. Understand your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? It could be in any part of your life. Establish an unbreakable commitment to yourself and keep increasing your personal standards. Procrastination and mediocrity isn't acceptable at all. Remind yourself you're running out of time. Have that kind of urgency in your life every day to complete and progress in your daily life goals. Practice self-forgiveness and establish a new personal identity where you develop grit against a lot of failures in your lives. At the end, I would say, do something that scares you, something out of your usual pattern. And before you all tune off from the podcast, I would like to remind you all and request you all to be part of the Ask Twice initiative. It's an initiative where I'm requesting each one of you all to be part of, um, you know, just reaching out to a relative, a colleague, or um, even a friend and just asking them how they are doing and asking this question twice because the first time they might think it's just for courtesy but the second time they might see that you're creating that conducive environment of communication between them and they might just share out with you how they are feeling in such difficult times don't be complacent and ensure that you're wearing a mask maintaining a distance and keep washing your hands until the next week take care and do share your feedback take care bye